Um, and I think as a parent, our role is very much as, you know, the guideline, the guidance of, of parents. Um, not that we are making choices for them or controlling what they want to do or not, but actually being the support system at home right. and uh, being able with our experience to share our own stories. I think parents, sometimes we, we fail to share our own journey with our children and where we made some mistakes and good ones and probably they could learn from that. And um, yes, and how do I put it? Just, just being there. This is the AOU podcast, Entrepreneur Leadership in Africa. I'm your host, Savannah Olo, and today's guest happens to be a parent of a graduating student. Uh, we've talked about several things on this podcast over the past few weeks, and today we're going to highlight raising an entrepreneurial leader. So I'd like my guest to introduce herself and probably just tell us a bit about what she's about and what entrepreneurial leadership means to her. Welcome. Wow, thank you so much for having me. Uh, my name is Surama King, and, and everyone call me Mama Sue. I'm everyone's mother. Yeah, um, well, I'm the mother of David King, and he's been here for the past three and a half years, and uh, it's, it's a great uh, joy for us as a parent just to, you know, to be able to be here today and to celebrate with him his achievements here at the African Leadership uh, College. So, well, um, how can I answer this? I think I'm going to go back to about maybe 15 years ago. Wow. Uh, back in Ghana. I'm Brazilian. Okay. Anyway, yes, uh, my husband is Ghanaian, and we moved to Ghana eight and a half, 18 and a half years ago okay. with our three kids, Albert, David being the second born, and Sarah. Um, those days when we moved to Ghana, I could not speak English at all. <laughs> so being a Brazilian and um, so uh, the best way for me to really support my husband was to do what I knew best, to use my hands and to uh, do something with my art to generate money. So I had a studio at the garage where I used to make these beautiful sculptures with wax. Okay. And um, I used to make candles. So one day, David was just sitting there, our son David, who just graduated, and he started playing with those candles, and then he used um, uh, shoe polish to paint those holes he made it. Okay. Yes, David was always growing up a very curious child, and David loved to make money. That was something very natural to him. So you find him in my studio, touching the tools and asking <laughs> so many questions, and uh, you know, and what fascinated him most was seeing mommy make different things uh, in that studio or in the kitchen, whatever else I found myself because I could not work in education at the time because I didn't speak English. Okay. So I was working at home and he was constantly helping. Not knowing, actually David found a way uh, through his playing with the wax. Um, I realized I could draw in the wax and paint with the shoe polish. And that became something else. And Afrikaners was born at the time. Right. And seeing mommy always doing things and making money, David too was like, you know, maybe in class one, two, he came home and he said, mom, I, I can sell chocomilo in school, chocomilo. And my friends always, always forget their uh, raise, erasers and their pencils. So David would go and buy those things in the market with me and uh, bring to school to sell and he'll calculate his profit and everything. <laughs> so in every growing in primary school, he was like, mama, when I grow up, I'm going to own a bank. 
And by the age of 30, I'll have a bank. So I believe that um, was born at that time, was born in David. I could realize in David those um, highlights of entrepreneurs, somebody who wants to, to do something by himself and, and create jobs and make his own money and so on. And back, fast forward, Years now, after that, I found David in Africa Leadership University having his uh, business. You know, I think it's something great here where you give the students the platform to start something, to try different things. And right. David had the opportunity and their bank started. And uh, yeah, and I think we have a lot of stories to tell from that. And as a parent, I think it's just observing, allowing our children to try. <clears throat> In, at home, you know, as they're playing, as they're talking to you, and uh, uh, we're very busy these days, but it would be so good if parents really take the time to, to listen, to watch the kids, sure. and, and to allow them to try different things, yeah, as okay. they grow up. Um, so you've highlighted that he's always had the entrepreneurial spirit within him. Yes. Uh, so maybe you can tell us more about how you heard about AOU and what the experience has been like bringing your child here. Wow. It's something so interesting when, it's quite emotional to talk about ALU. Uh, back in 2010, 11, 12, 13, when I used to visit African Leadership Academy in South okay. Africa in Johannesburg. Right. It's a place I love so, so much. And I have very good friends who worked in African Leadership Academy to today. So on my way to Brazil for holiday, I always stop by a week or two. And I remember those days talking to Theodore and others, and there was this whole conversation around this university. And I was like, goodness, you have just started this, and then now you're thinking about a university. Bigger, right? And we used to chat at Mr. Jumpo's house about the very, very foundation, what it was, the whole idea behind, you know, how to, because African Leadership Academy, it's just something incredible. And uh, going there with the kids and um, having the opportunity to experience all that in terms of leadership and entrepreneurship also, we were like, goodness, I cannot believe you're going to grow this vision bigger and get to university. So at those, in those days was just the conversation in that hall. So you've with, been with us with from everyone. the start. Very beginning. It was just <laughs> that, you know, just... Just that vision where everyone was talking was this whole buzz about the university. Right. And uh, David in high school, Dave, I'm an, edu an educator at Tema International School. Right. And I'm very much into service learning mm -hmm. and entrepreneurship and developing skills. That's my focus. And having my children in uh, Tema International School in, in Ghana, we were like, what would be the best university for David? Especially David who, apart from being very strong academically, you know. He, I will love a place for him to really develop those skills we could see from as he was growing up. And um, well, I was very much aware what was about what was happening in Mauritius. And we're like, why not? And again, another holiday to uh, South Africa in Joburg. And the conversation just got, you know, more, everything was just coming to, together. yes, together. And David was like, yes, mama, my dream was to go to ALA. We didn't make to ALA, but I think I can make to ALU. And, you know, I think we're already inside and it was just a transition. And David applied and applied. To apply to other universities in the US and other places, but this seems to have been uh, the right place for him. And interestingly, David wanted to do law. 
And he actually got into law school in Lego University and other places, but was like, no, I think let's, he's young, he was just 19, let's, let's do this, let's try this. And I think it was the best thing we could ever, best decision we could ever take for our son, yeah. That's amazing. You don't hear that every day to hear that parents have been a part of the AOE community from the beginning, from <laughs> inception. Um, so maybe we can talk about raising an entrepreneur leader, which is the main focus for today's um, okay. topic. So obviously you've mentioned that David has had very entrepreneurial spirits within him and he's, you know, built that culture within, you've built that culture within your household and you've encouraged your children, you it, from what it looks like, you've been very supportive of your children's dreams. So what would you say are some of the challenges that you've experienced raising an entrepreneurial leader? Maybe you can mention three. Oh, wow. Um, I think, first of all, we are this generation. I think, are you the millennials or you are? I think you are a generation of young people who want everything now. You want every, I don't even think it's now. You want it yesterday. <laughs> so it's this fast world you are living in. And uh, David is, he's a young, intelligent, uh, young man who wants everything, you know, on the go. And that, I think, was one challenge. The not allowing, you know, it's difficult, I think, for this generation to see things maturing and growing. There's a process you need to go through. And sometimes they want to jump those processes. And uh, back again, I think choosing a African Leadership University and the model you you, you, you work in here, having these children in different internships, I think that one have allowed David to kind of slow down, make some mistakes along the line and realize that he needs to really, you know, understand the process is, is very important. Um, and I think as a parent, our role is very much as, you know, the guideline, the guidance of, of parents, um, not that we are making choices for them or controlling what they want to do or not, but actually being the support system at home right. and uh, being able with our experience to share our own stories. I think parents, sometimes we, we fail to share our own journey with our children and where we made some mistakes and good ones and probably they could learn from that. And um, yes, and how do I put it? Just just being there. So you asked me for the two challenges. Okay, right. I think one is the one everything right now. Secondly, they're very impulsive and impatient, which mm-hmm. is very much in line with that and Ted yes allowing the process to unfold I think that's that's another one okay so if those are the main challenges that you've been experiencing um what are some of the ways you've instilled the knowledge of the relevance of entrepreneurial leadership while raising an entrepreneurial leader I think it's back to the whys. Right. You know, we, we, we constantly, we talk, we talk a lot at home. Right. Uh, we are a family of five, my husband, myself, um, Albert, David, and Sarah. And we talk, we share our own experiences. And this constant conversations about what it is, why. So why are you doing what you're doing? And I think if we constantly remind ourselves the reason why we do what we do, it kind of reconnects us to the purpose and uh, it keep you focused. And, um, and I believe the outcome of that is, is close to what you have, you know, dream or, or you are looking for. I think it's very important as a family to constantly uh, host those conversations and allow them. 
So um, you spoke about um, David wanting to do law mm-hmm. um, and pursue something more, um, the, more of a traditional perspective or yes. meaningful in, 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 to a certain extent. Um, so can you use this to emphasize the missions and not majors um, concept that ALU has brought about? Yeah, I, I think what happens here for the past three and a half years have been an incredible foundation for David. Right. Even the way David talks about he perceived law right now is totally different than the way he perceived law three and a half years ago. Right. And, uh, and I believe the, the foundation is there. He understands very much the role he can play in, in the entire continent, in, not only in Ghana, uh, but the entire continent and what he can do. And I believe his, that is giving him a different perspective in terms of law. And... Uh, what he can do with that. And uh, you mentioned that what, repeat again, no majors and? Um, your, pick your, your mission, not your major. Yeah, I think again, it's back to the why. He's very clear about the impact he wants to make. Right. So now probably with this foundation, he's more mature to, to transition into um, wanting to be to do international law, or there's a name I forgot right now, but he told me, Mama, I can do this with what I did in ALU and, and doing my master's in law. So I forgot a name, but well, we'll, it's something we'll circle great. Around it. <laughs> <laughs> you, you hear about David, trust me. You will. <laughs> so far, so good. Um, so maybe you can give um, the parents that are listening uh, out there, or just generally the audience, um, okay. maybe five steps or five things that you need to recognize when raising an entrepreneurial leader or any advice that you may have while raising an entrepreneurial leader? Well, I'm going to make this very simple. Don't be afraid of mistakes. You know, especially uh, being a Brazilian where we are in a culture where I believe we are more daring. We, we are constantly trying. Uh, when I, I think about my upbringing and uh, myself at home. Right. But moving to Ghana and understanding how the culture is, we are very much we're self-conscious all the time. And I don't think it's only Ghana even. Uh, we have the opportunity to also... Um, know people from across the continent and we're very self-conscious about making mistakes and without those mistakes without trying it's very difficult for us to really achieve something incredible and entrepreneurship and even leadership without taking those steps without doing things at different levels and you know leaders is not only when you finish school or leaders when you are into politics you are leader in primary school you are leader you know identify allow your child to lead even at home there's so many opportunities create them and um, and let's don't be afraid to make those mistakes and I think they'll lead us to something incredible and um, Yes. So Maybe you can give us it. two more. Two more. I I think paying attention. Right. Yes. And um, I think conversations, you know, sharing the stories as parents and also allowing them to, to come back to us and to share their stories, the successful ones and those ones which probably are not so successful where so they try something and it didn't work and, you know, and how do we how do we make a successful story out of that? And I think it's this, and a family support system is something, nothing, not even money can't ever, you know, um, surpass. It's very important, family support. Yes. So from what we've gotten so far, correct me if I'm wrong, yes, the main yes. thing 
about raising an entrepreneurial leader is having open open channels of communication between you and your child. Yes. That's a major thing, as well as having a good support system to be able to bounce back or sort of fall back on and, you know, get up on your feet once again. Yes. Um, so it's been the AOU podcast. We have been talking about raising entrepreneurial leaders. My name is Savannah Holo. Our guest today was Mama Sue. <laughs> Thank you for being with us so Thank much. You. Um, you. Yeah, we'll catch you in the next one. Bye.